good to me. Uh huh, yeah. Live from the Twin Cities, we are the Dave Dino. This is the Dave You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both. Episode of the Dave's I Know podcast, uh, the Dave's I Know uh, getting blasted in the face edition of the of the podcast. Um, we have uh, Dan is out this week. Dan is is very busy at work, uh, so we have our regular host uh, co-host MJ. How are you doing, MJ? I'm doing great. How are you? You know, uh, blasted in the face, but generally generally good. Uh, you, and then you know, we, yeah, for go a guy ahead. who got blasted in the face, you look pretty good. He wears it well. As I, I was taking a, a sip of my beer. Um, weirdly enough, I was totally fine. I took a shot from Babylo Reynoso to the face. I'm sure you've all seen it on uh, on the Twitters because I've been re- repeat like I've been retweeting it immensely and whenever. Um, you have and- turned your 15 minutes of fame into <laughs> three days of fame, David. I really have. It's it's kind of amazing. Uh, I, I I got Jamie Watson. And Alexi Lawless to commit to coming on this podcast, um, vis-a-vis uh, me getting hit in the in the goddamn face by our shitty fucking soccer players that we'll talk about shortly. Uh, but yes, I, I I've I've managed to um, listen, man. I know I know I have like only so many windows in my life that that will open up for me. This is one of those windows, and I capitalize. Took- I took full fucking advantage of it. So, uh, and then we have uh, uh, Jessica Moss, who is a a maybe future co-host of the podcast. I don't know. We're we're giving her we're giving her a, a test run, a run out, a if trial. you will, a Patrick yeah. way a Patrick way a run out, if you will. Um, Jessica, how are you doing? I am so excited to be here. Um, one of my life goals has been to either have my own or join a podcast. So. Uh, total milestone tonight there you go um clearly you are concussed because you invited me and i have very little to offer other in terms of you know technical uh insight and um you know meaningful uh feedback about the games i'm just an animal i cheer very loudly i watch very passionately and i'm uh, here to provide a little comic relief it sounds like you're on the right pod right to be fair we, we don't we don't provide any any technical aspects oh, either so no well, I have, i've listened to a few and so from my perspective i'm like oh boxed him in and the center back and i don't i'm like they do formations and stuff but like these are the guys that usually you know take shots and these are the guys that are usually making shots and these are the guys that need to get the f out of the way so those are the soccer stylings of jessica moss that sounds like fucking great honestly game on way more succinct than than our bullshit so (laughs) um and probably more (laughs) correct probably yeah yeah, we, we do a lot of uh, 
guessing and conjecture on this podcast. And let's be honest, we're we're rarely right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you guys, if you want to join our Patreon, patreon.com slash the Daves I know, uh, help support the Daves that you know. We are going to be releasing our very first beer uh, of the se- of the 2021 season, the Red Card Rye. Um, you're going to be getting an email from me tomorrow if you are a subscriber to the Patreon. Uh, with we're going to be hosting a, a beer pickup event at the uh, at the Black Heart before the match uh, on Saturday. Uh, Minnesota plays Colorado at 9 p.m. We'll I think we'll probably do something from like six to eight or something like that. Um, so if you want to come, I am hoping I'm going to be there. I'm hoping uh, my stupid kid is born uh, before the eighth. But I hope your kid isn't born stupid. No, no, no. Yeah, you know, kids can be fucking brilliant. I know that it's, you know, using the adjective in a different way. Uh, <laughs> uh, so but if not, there'll be either an MJ or a Dan uh, there to help uh, facilitate your beer pickup uh, situation. So if you are a Patreon member, thank you so much. We really, really, really appreciate it. If you want to get in on getting this red card rye ale from Hop Clouds, you can join right now at $6 a month. If you join um, in the next uh, five days, basically, we'll say, um, we'll get you a, a, a beer. Um, a bomber uh, of hop clouds beer. And if you did not have the Heath out stout, um, these guys, Christian and, and all the, the uh, hop clouds brewers make really, really good fucking beer. I've never, I've had a lot of their beer. Um, Christian has uh, been kind enough to give me stuff that they've done. Uh, and it's all been fantastic. MJ, I think you can probably speak to that as well. The, they, know how to do their beer uh this was done on sisyphus no that was the that was the citratown wanderers one they did anywho when hot clouds homebrew it's not like your neighbor's homebrew where it's like a jug pouring into another small bucket like they have a serious badass homebrew system with lots of meters and gravity things and things that I don't fully understand about beer and they get, it, they get it right. They get it right. And it's always well balanced. There's, it's not for the style that they go for. It's never too hoppy. It's never too malty, not too sweet, not too sour. It's just well balanced and delicious. And yeah. I'm really excited about this very high alcohol content, uh, rye pale ale. I have, I have one right now at my house. I've not cracked it open yet. Cause I think it needs to, to Christian told me to age it a little bit longer, but it's, it looks really good. So, um, uh, if you want to get in right now, six bucks, if you want to get in for the rest of the season of beers, we're going to be doing three other beers. We're going to be doing four beers total. Um, and if you just do $3 a month, uh, you can, you know, as long as you're a, still a contributor to the Patreon, uh, you can get all the beers. Uh, but if you want to get this one, and you're not already a Patreon member, you need you to jump in at six bucks a month to start. So over 12 or 12. Yeah. We do have one $12 Patreon subscriber, uh, who I think at that person, you know, um, money bags, government worker guy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyways, so I need to get his, uh, his thoughts on what he wants to do for a, cause where I'm going to give, I'm going to give him a personal podcast where he can do whatever the hell he wants with this fucking podcast. 
have as many of us as part of it as not or not. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to let him. He's uh, like, yeah, you're out. You're in. Yeah. You maybe. <laughs> we'll let, take you for the first five. I'm going to let him show run that one. So. We're basically just waiting to make sure that he's a serious $12 a month Patreon and not just $12 a month for two months and then dropping back down to six. Right. For for shizzle. No, we, we, we yeah. don't want that. We're not just going to give you a podcast. <laughs> he's, He's been it for a couple months, I, and I know the guy. He, I'm sure he's probably. I'm, I'm sure he's probably in. All right, let's not talk about that. Uh, so if you want, if you want to get again, you want to get those beers, Patreon.com/slash uh, the Daves. I know it helps support the Daves that you know. So let's talk about, uh, and we can be as brief as we want on this game. Uh, what the hell just happened against Austin FC? Um, we lost. We lost, guys. One nothing. That's that was. That's not good. Yeah, and a, a lot of things went well, and you could see kind of the blueprints of what Heath wanted to do offensively and defensively. But then again, little mistakes, little mistakes with big consequences. Yeah, uh, uh, I think MJ, what you're alluding to that big mistake was uh, the Diego Fagundes goal. Um, Gerald Jared Stroud had a great pass to Fagundes uh, and Romain Metnier did some very un Romain Metnier things and absolutely- Roman Metnier. Okay. Sorry. R- Roman Metnier. Uh, Thank you. Absolutely. We, we definitely need someone to help our pronunciation yes. on this podcast. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jeff. That, that is fantastic. It. I got Spanish covered and my French is horrible. French, I'm on it. All right. I got German, so we're good there. Uh, uh, Ramon Metnier uh, absolutely whiffs on a ball, uh, a a pass from Jared Stroud into Diego Fangudez, who scores in the 17th minute. Um, And And Bakta was not tracking back very well. No, the, the what it goes back to our point. The whole back line was fucked. Yeah, it goes back to our point actually uh, from last week, MJ, where everybody was pushed forward, right? Even like yeah. Ozzy Alonso and Will Trapp, who I think actually like worked pretty well together in this game. Um, yes. Even yes. they were they were pushed forward and it, it, it was just like Minnesota was just really, really trying to get a fucking goal. And then it just, they got absolutely torched on a break. And that was, that was the difference. And we're not talking about anything else from this game. That was the difference right there. I mean, there's there was a nice give and go between Bevelo and between uh, Reynoso and Avila, mm-hmm. where, where Reynoso hit the pipe. Um, he hit the upright. The post, um, yes, that was post. devastating. Uh, there was the header by. Uh, Patrick Wea. That was actually, and that was that was a from a uh, pass from McMaster. That was yeah. youth, youth to youth. That was that was actually great. It was it was for uh, the children, David. For the children. For the children. Um, I'm not gonna lie, guys. I don't remember much of the second half. Um, <laughs> concussed. So. Uh, why is that, David? Can, can you, uh, you know, podcast listeners. I don't. Why? I don't. I don't know why. Uh, so funnily enough, uh, I was uh, blasted in the face by uh, Babelo, uh Emmanuel Reynoso, 
Um, just fucking. You should bla- be so lucky. Yeah, I know, right? Um, just blastered uh, all all over my face. Uh, it, it was. Uh, I don't know. Do do, do you want to talk about anything else from the game, and then we then I can jump. We can. Yes, jump into. yes, I do. Okay, okay, Jess, go. Okay, help me with my pronunciation. MJ, this one's for you. Oh. Cecilio Dominguez. Yes. Is that right? Cecilio, you break and restart. You whine and you cry like a baby. So (laughs) I brought my, excuse me, my niece to this game with me. Uh And I try to bring my, they're twins. I try to bring my nieces to a couple games every season, each of them. They're twins. How old? So Madeline and I were in the stands and she said, is that the same guy that's down again? And I said, Madeline, that is crybaby man bun. And we are going to boo him because he does not deserve to be on our grass. And she followed suit so well. I was super proud of her. We even made another preteen tween type individual person like you know 20 rows ahead of us kept kept turning around and smiling and laughing at us which we thought we were pretty cool or at least I did and um and he was he he made me rage inside like I don't understand why the ref gave that every time like they accidentally tripped over their big toes like oh Minnesota quit it you're being so bad whistle 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 we we can't help it if these people don't have the right balance diet, like potassium. And, and I cannot be held accountable for their cramps and whatnot. Okay. Like you get a couple. Sure. Everybody cramps up once in a while, but gee, jeebus, that was so irritating. I booed probably louder than I cheered. Fair. There was more to boo. Come at me, bro. I'll take you on the twits. That's all. Yeah, no, that that is one hundred percent fair. Uh, uh, Dominguez was was kind of diving all over the place. So, MJ- if I remember correctly, he's from Paraguay. I think so. Yeah. And as I tweeted out, you know, for a guy from Combable, he was conquer Kathy all over the place. <laughs> he really I was. Mean, I've never seen someone bring the conquer Kathy to MLS like Dominguez, and I've seen a lot of bad Neymar. I mean, Neymar, worse than Neymar diving. I mean, buddy, David, David Ochoa last weekend. So, like, what? Yeah, but you thought he was, he was worse. More, that was more the the punt into the stands exclamation point. Uh, oh no, no, he was he was he was very cocky last weekend. Well, I I agree, but Dominguez, at least with a number of times, he fell down. Yeah, like, that's true. Like just really, really rolling back and forth. I'm like, seriously, dude, take your his face and no one touched his face. No, uh, like David was holding his face, but something actually hit his face. I was ready for Ozzy to draw blood. Like, don't care. No sympathy anymore. No sportsman like conduct. I'm I'm okay with that. Get off my grass. Uh, Ozzy going studs up on him would have been would have been a fair. Uh, a fair assessment of the of beyond the, fair of the. I would uh, rather <laughs> waste time, waste the minutes, waste the clock on Ozzy drawing blood than crybaby bun boy wailing on the field when we have not touched him. As, oh. as Walt Kowalski says in Grand Torino, 
get off my lawn. Agreed. All right. Crybaby Bun Boy might be the uh, name of the podcast. <laughs> so just FYI. Um, all right. So should we, what? All right. Sorry. Sorry, Jess. Did you have something else? But on the flip, I thought Mekanier was really quite dynamite. Like he just kept coming back and back and running and running and running and back. And, you know, like not every touch was brilliant, but. God damn, if he weren't in the right place at the right time, the majority of the time, I mean, somebody had to be there. There are several other passes that went to Austin or no one. So I thought Metanier was, um, he could have been man of the match. Um, I didn't disagree with the Hassani Dotson call. Isn't that who got it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. I didn't disagree with that. I thought he played brilliantly. I mean, all things considered relatively <laughs> speaking subjectively within the realm of these 90 minutes. Um, yeah, Hassani Dotson pulled his own weight, but oh my God, I thought Metonier, like I just felt for him. I was like, I know brother, keep going. You're doing it. Just keep at it. You got this. I wanted him. on that goal though. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a sec. So uh, I think the we've we've sort of skirted around the uh, the subject um, in the I think it was the fifty third minute again. The second half was very much a blur for me. <laughs> yeah, um, how did you even know that it was the fifty anything minute? I got well because I've because I've watched the video like the replay on repeat, and the replay Prop- has the timestamp on it. It does, yeah. Oh, okay. Prop- probably like a hundred. Probably a, a thousand times uh, this weekend, uh, mostly because I asked uh, our friend Ash to uh, put Jerry Rafferty's Baker Street behind it. Yeah, and so there's a video going around right now uh, of me getting blasted in the face with Jerry Rafferty's uh, Baker Street, the the jazz uh, sax intro in ba- of Baker Street popping up into like as I'm getting blasted in the face and. Mm-hmm. Glissando crescendo of it. it's it's oh it's yeah. it's fucking brilliant everybody I know I, I know probably a lot of people who like hate listen to this podcast uh I have, I have a very I very much have a punchable face it was it's mwah, chef's kiss it's it's fucking fucking brilliant uh but what, it was like it was sterling for sure I would like to say that for everyone who hates listening to this podcast and everyone who loves listening to this podcast. We can all come together around enjoying David Zeller getting hit in the face. Yeah. With, with yeah. anything. Blast Whether it's my fist, you know, a, a miss hit kick from, from Reynoso, it doesn't matter. You know, a, a flying hot dog, it doesn't matter. If he's getting hit in the face, we want to see that. It, it's it's kind of funny because like it, it blew up on the internet obviously uh and soccer twitter is like a very weird niche animal um especially mls of, yeah mls soccer, soccer yeah twitter exact yeah that's a good point jess yeah the mls soccer twitter is just a very weird niche animal so like it was going around all the all over the place i think i got like i gained like a hundred followers over which this is video. awesome <laughs> like i just was like ah, you know and then I actually was like, I posted about it. And then I was like, hey, donate to. So I told people to donate to Our Justice, which is an abortion uh, abortion fund here in the Twin Cities. And actually, they got a shit ton of money from people who were like, 
oh yeah i'm gonna donate because of that guy so i was like I, I was like all right i did some good i got blast in the face um got some internet uh notoriety and helped raise some money to help provide abortions or like or costs for like staying over or things like that for people who are family planning for people who need it right which clearly not me say that i didn't even look at what that link was um to be fair on the twits but i am so i'm very impressed with your choice of um of of good causes there because i think it's Choices, baby. Choices. It's about choice. So yeah. So I've, I so just and the so all the listeners know like we're we're all gonna know each other like here. Um, I have a very uh long history working in the pro-choice movement. So I very really very specific. Yes. Very specific when about- I was okay. Fun story. Side sidebar. We can edit this out if we have to. <laughs> but in I don't edit. Grade in the twelfth grade. Um, it was the, for me, it was the Gore-Bush-W election with the hanging chads and the Florida and the whatnot. And I was like, oh, holy shit. All right. If W's taking it, I need to go to school as a pre-med major because he has enough Supreme Court nominations to overturn Roe v. Wade, and I want to be on the front lines ready to civilly disobey. I'm probably going to get hate mail. Um, Ready to civilly disobey because I believe in choice, and I believe every child should be wanted, and, and that end of story. Yeah. That was me at 18. So here I am at 36. And um, I, I failed, like, I got a C plus in chemistry 120, but I got like a 4.0 in, uh, what was it, composition and rhetoric my freshman year. So I felt like, you know what, maybe I'll just be a famous writer and donate heavily to the causes I believe in because like I cannot do med school at a C plus. Like what, <laughs> nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna go with that. Yeah. So I, I, my freshman year of college, I took uh, uh, biology and chemistry in the same semester. I barely passed both of them. I was like, all right, uh, sociology, not chemistry or biology or pre-med anymore. Uh, I guess I'm going to be a sociologist. So um, yeah. I hear you. MJ, do you have any, uh, any fun uh, uh, abortion stories? I will just say that um, as a Korean adoptee, that grew up in a small farming town. My family was very pro-life mm-hmm. and thus I was raised in a pro-life environment and I was heavily pro-life till the 12th grade. And somewhere between 14th and 15th grade, which most people know as, as your college years, oh. I had this epiphany of- You knocked somebody up, right? No. no. <laughs> I hadn't even lost my virginity at that point yet. So no, that wasn't even possible. But but uh, no, I basically what we're talking with more people from other backgrounds mm-hmm. and who believe differently than I did. And some of those people were from high school, some of those people were from college. And learning kind of why we have this need to control women's bodies in this particular way 
and what ramifications there are economically for families mm -hmm. when we take away the ability to family plan properly and mm -hmm. um and learning how a lot of the people that vote um to be pro-life mm -hmm. don't really care about lives after they're born you right. know, whether that's whether exactly. that's ed education yeah. or whether that's um early childhood um sort of funding or daycare um whether that's young adults and providing after school programs mm -hmm. uh it's really really ugly um things like prison reform like these are all ways that we can care for life mm -hmm. um after it's born and so i kind of grew up for life became pro-choice over over time mm -hmm. all right well this That's has been a much a harder route to or like less common route to go i think a lot of people you, you know you're kind of raised one way so i applaud you for your open-mindedness yeah and, and I, for being right you know eventually and i will say not because i'm <laughs> extremely moderate um but because I think on this issue alone, there's a lot more commonality in the middle and some of the labels in the way. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's there's people that like, well, do you believe that there should be abortion in this case? Yes, abortion in this case, yes. Should we allow this? Okay, well, yeah. And then are you aware that stat stat wise that if you make it illegal, the number of abortions don't go down, you know, like yeah, they just become more unsafe. Um, David's getting nervous. He's like, "Let's get back to soccer." I mean, I mean, I, I, if we're if we're an abortion podcast now, like I'm I'm totally down with that. I just want to know if <laughs> if we're if we're like an abortion podcast now. It's really it's, I just, I'm not nervous about it. I just I just want to know if if we are great, fucking awesome. If we're not, the political the political hot button uh, commentators from the '80s, you know. Uh, Please donate to, to the political can we, commentators. Can, can we please, like, when Alexi Law, when Alexi Lawless joins the podcast, can we just only ask him a questions about abortion? Please, for the love of God, please, <laughs> we only do that. That is what that's that's what I like. I if that happens, uh, so there's like two things in my life I want to happen. I want to have I want to have another child very soon. I want to within uh, forty eight hours. Yeah. Th three things actually I want to happen. Have another child very soon with my wife. Um, uh, have Alexi Laws on the podcast and only ask him questions about abortions and uh, get a, a uh, summit. He's going to listen to this pod and he's not going to come on, dude. <laughs> Alexi Laws doesn't listen to the podcast, buddy. And then uh, uh, also uh, get Summit to make a Dark Clouds beer. If I can get those three things done in my lifetime, I will die perfectly, happily. What Fucking... if he comes in like not 90 hours, like 92 hours? Is it a he or is it a she or do you know? I don't know. I, I It doesn't matter when they come. I just want them to come. Like that's the whole the whole point. Just one but... or like you tally this up? No, I already have. I already have one. I need the second one to come and then, you know, whatever. Number two. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but what anyways. is it? What's number two? Uh, you know? it, no, it's, it's, it's <gasps> you a don't know. No, we, we, yeah, we didn't know with Ragnar either. So. That's the, the fun part. All right, let's Surprise! move on. Let's, 
Let's move on. All right. That this was your healthcare notice. That was, that was me trying to like move us on. Um, I and me I got in, putting I got in, that to bed. I got in some really good abortion jokes, which I was really appreciative of. Uh, all right. Our what's to our Freddie Adu's? Uh, so for uh, those of you know, Freddie Adu's are our awards for the best and shittiest player of the team. Um, let's start with Minnesota. Uh, I'm gonna go. I don't. I don't even know if there's a good Freddie do from Minnesota. Honestly, I mean, me getting hit in the face with a with a yeah uh, win soccer Done. ball, and then I would say for my shitty Freddie do from Minnesota, Abila or I, honestly, like Jess, I I appreciate your 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 comments. Oh, come on, but he was pretty much off. he was pretty much solely responsible for that goal. There was a lot of other people that were partially responsible but Mentnir was in a a terrible position and just absolutely whiffed on the ball and barring that it's a zero zero draw so I'm gonna go with Mentnir. MJ who do you have for your Minnesota Freddie Adus? Well I first have to preface this with the two players that deserve if the award wasn't named for Freddie Adu and was just like the best player I'd probably give it to Justin McMaster or Hassani Dotson, or 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 maybe even Ozzy Alonso, but in the spirit of Freddie Adu, it is Chase Gaston. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the 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 best Freddie Adu goes 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 to Pedro, and the worst Freddie Adu goes goes to Chase Gaston, because I saw more improved things from 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 Pe- Pedro was being Pedro. Who's Pedro? Yeah. That's so <laughs> Pedro is Chase Gasper uh when he's doing well because oh. there's yeah. Uh he was playing with a lot of Latinos on this youth team on the East they, Coast. Yeah. And, and he they, was he was the only white guy and they called him Pedro, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like okay. vote for. Yeah, the the legend it. says several of his teammates says you're you're too good of a soccer player for a white guy named. So we're gonna give oh, you Oh, that's cute. We're gonna give you Pedro. They, um, I call him Charlie Brown because he looks like Charlie <laughs> Brown trying to kick the football. It's a fair point. Um, he's a goal, he's like a he's a yellow lab, is what he is. He yeah. is all yeah. paws, he's running ahead of his feet, he doesn't know where they are, he's just going for it. He's got his tongue hanging out. <laughs> You am I painting a valid picture here? Yes, no, please, 100%. 100%, Yeah, okay. And I see him perfectly for my season ticket seats, section 35, row four seats, something and something. I don't remember because I haven't been in them because of the social distancing. Is it just me, or did they take social distancing at MN United quite? Like, I've been the only person in my row for the, the two home games. Only one. In in my seat, there's like, you know, less than maybe six feet away, maybe six feet away, but I think it's less, you know, like just a few chairs over. There's three, there's three, uh, three seats taken. Really? Yeah. Well, anyway, and the corner things get compressed. In my usual seats, I get a lot of Chase Gasper coverage up close and personal. And I like I like your description. He is a golden doodle. Yes. 
I've often said that one of my frustrations with the Minnesota United back line is they get tunnel vision or they start playing like a dog, which is sea ball, chase ball, sea ball, chase ball. And they are not aware of like extra bodies cutting into the box. You should see the whole field if you're a back line. See the whole field, not just the ball and chase the ball or the guy with the ball. Chase, you're, 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 Jasper, chase the ball. <laughs> yeah. See ball, chase ball. Yeah. But not if he's being Pedro. So that's why my Freddy it is best, best Freddy Adu, Pedro, worst Freddy Adu, Chase. That's a, that's a pure, it, it, like, as we call in the, uh, in the uh, Dave's and O podcast business, Jess, a pure Freddy Adu. Is when you are, when you are both the, uh, Best the best and, and the worst. Worst at the same time. Uh, do you have, uh, Jess, who do you have for your Freddie Adu's for Minnesota? Well, well, now that you call out Roman for his piece of that goal, I kind of feel like maybe he's Freddie worthy, but I'm not going to do him like that. He's my boy, Blue. Um, so I'm going to say Gasper for Freddie don'ts and Roman for Freddie do's. There you go. Very good. All right. Uh, let's do Austin quickly. Uh, MJ, who do you have uh, for Austin? Um, I'm going to go boring with uh, Diego Fugundes. Uh, he had a really game, good game in Colorado, scored a goal. Now, now he's scored a goal against us. So uh, Diego Fugundes is my best Freddie do. And my worst Freddie Adu is, of course, um, don't mean to steal Jess's here, but Cecilio uh, Dominguez. Dominguez. Yes. Cecilio Dominguez. Jess? Fagundes, Dominguez. Fagundes, yeah. Dominguez. He can be your worst Freddie Adu as well, though. Uh, I didn't ask. He clearly is my worst Freddie ever. He's the Freddie don't ever come back here because I will cut you, Dominguez. There you go. Um, <laughs> who's who's the good one? Uh, if I had to choose, well, I mean, you have to if choose. If I had yes. to choose, I'd choose Aaron Schoenfeld because he used to be a loon and oh, he didn't I like play. it. So he's my favorite. There you go. Uh, I didn't, I, you know, I, we like to break the rules in the podcast. I didn't choose a uh, shitty Freddie do for Austin because, uh, Brad fucking Stuber, sure. Brad. Bradley Harry Potter loving Stufer uh, uh, was a, a kind of amazing. Um, checked up on me after I got hit in the goddamn face by really? a fucking baseball uh, yeah, ball before Minnesota United's uh, staff came to check to make sure I was not like. Well, he was fucked closer. up. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, it should have been the the team should have been there before fucking Brad Stuver. Uh, well. That dude. That dude is great. The dude is an uh he is a, a part of Athlete Ally, uh which is And he's really, from Ohio, so yeah. Midwest is best. Yeah, he's a really he's he's just generally a great guy. So I'm gonna give it to Brad Stuver, uh my Freddie Adu. Only good. Even though he doesn't know your voice, he was you were heckling him all, all game long. <laughs> I absolutely was. Oh yeah, no, so, no. So I was giving him turn around and be be the bigger man and let's just height wise, he is the bigger man, but you know yeah. Oh no! I was I was giving him massive amounts of shit, the entire oh, the entire game. That's karma. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, he, he checked up on you. 
He did. He absolutely did. It's not karma. Or it's just... the opposite of karma, I guess, because yeah. you deserve not to be checked up on by Brad Stuver. But yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the better man. He was. It was another way that Minnesota United was slower than Austin. <laughs> and, and yeah, 100%. 100%. So <laughs> just another way. All right. Uh, so let's move on. Uh, we have a big question. This is from a, a Matthew Doyle uh, article earlier. Uh, since 2000, only six teams have rebounded from losing their first three games of the season to make the playoffs. Um, NYCFC in 2020, uh, Montreal Club de Foot Montreal, 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 Montreal. Uh, <laughs> in 2020, the Seattle Sounders uh, in 2018 and 2016, DC United in 2007, and the Columbus Crew in 2004. I will point out that um, uh, NYCFC and Montreal in Club de Foot Montreal were uh, in the postseason last year with the expanded postseason um so that that begs me to the to the big question it, like what is like does minnesota make the playoffs this year i think we need to start having that conversation as shitty as it is three weeks into a season i think it's very much a conversation we need to start having so um i would just like to point out oh, that that Club de Foot Montreal. Sorry, I'm Jake. Yes. Would you please correct the barbarians on this podcast? Club du Football Montreal. Perfect. Okay. Okay. What should I take away from these these statistics? David, is that Club de Foot Montreal had just last year, also a COVID year, managed by a former Premier League player. Henry. They didn't just lose through three. They lost five to start the season. They did. And they still made the playoffs. We are also in a COVID, you know, weird year. And managed by a former Premier League player, Adrian Heath, we could lose two more and still make the playoffs. So this gives me lots of hope. Fair point, Jess. Well, Kendra De Saint Alban said that she was not concerned yet, so I'm not concerned yet because Kendra says so. Sound logic, if you ask me. <laughs> I trust the professionals, you know, I'm not one. I have lots of not professional opinions, but when it comes to things as important as us making the playoffs, I'm going to trust Kendra. I mean, she's clearly the professional. Well, I quit soccer in seventh, eighth grade soccer halfway through the eighth grade season because I have flat feet and running doesn't suit me. But I was a, and I always went off sides. I was a forward, believe it or not, right? Because I'm like, um, I just made tiger claws for those of you listening at home. Was, <laughs> so I was a forward, but I was always off sides. And I never understood it until I became a Minnesota United fan in 2014. There you True go. story from the streets. 
Well, this fan, this podcast uh, traffics in uh, terrible opinions and terrible takes. So you have to get I'm you right got, at home. You have to get better about like just just letting them rip. Uh, if you're oh, if you're going <laughs> to join the podcast, we'll be amongst the ranks soon. All right, all right, David. Yeah. It is her, it is her first Dave's I know pod. Just go a little easier on her. <laughs> I'm. I'm trying, bud. I'm trying. I, I need to keep the thing. I need to keep the thing moving. I need to keep the the, okay. the vibe going. Come on, let's go. All that you know, sort the of. The unprofessional uh, takes will, will come later. Wait right on. Promise. All right. Uh, before the break, let's let's do some more United news. Uh, uh, Ochoa fail, fallout stuff. Uh, so David Ochoa was so who? Un, yeah, who exactly? Uh, fined, not suspended, which is weird not uh not a thing that we thought would happen on this podcast uh dotson and gasper uh Sonny dotson and chase gasper were also fined by mls on disclosed amounts well for for you know going at david ochoa for being a fucking asshole so Who's they, they got fined for escalation yeah and then both both rsl and minnesota United were warned about uh, basically a bench clearing brawl or whatever so Oh, come back, bro. I'm ready to storm the field. Like, who wants to go? I'm ready. I really like that Dotson, since they played on a Olympic qualifying team together, that Dotson got into his face and said, what's what to him? And say, hey, like, you can be angry about us because... Because we're awesome and you're not. And you have every reason to be angry at us because you won. But, you know, don't take it out on on the fans. Yeah. Who was taking what out on the fans? The goalkeeper for the All Salt Lake. Ochoa. Ball into into Wonderwall. Yeah. He did what? He punted the ball into Wonderwall. Oh yeah, yeah. He he did that, uh, and then he actually after they won against Sporting Kansas City in uh, uh, Rio Tinto this uh, past weekend, did the same thing into his own supporter section as a as a goof, um, which then was turned into a meme with him doing that, and then me getting hit in the face with a soccer ball by a noted uh, uh, soccer Twitter person at Waukee. I was oh. Jess, I was mean many times this weekend. No, really? Yeah. No, like I said. Clearly, clearly you're not on Twitter because I I was fucking all over Twitter. 15 minutes of fame turned into three days. Uh, you you melted. it. Um, I was all... You. That, I, all I you, was David. the gift from Reddit. Oh. Oh, you're, you're on... Oh, man, I'm, I'm not... I'm not I'm not but even it, on Reddit because, like, it's a fucking cesspool. But, it's a um, cesspool that I can't afford to go down. Like, true crime interests. And, I, I mean, that is where I draw the line is Reddit. Like, yeah. porn and true crime rabbit holes and uh, apparently Minnesota United rabbit holes. I, I just can't I can't go there. Yeah. I was but all... I did see the post. You know, you were like, Where's a gif of me getting hit in the face? And then somebody responded, forgive me, I'm not going to attribute you because I can't remember your twit name. But they replied with, I found this one on Reddit. Remember? 
Yeah. It had like a Bally Fitness logo in the corner. I don't yep. know why. Yep. That was from the game. That was a replay of the, from the game. Fox Sports North is now Bally Sports North. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. All right. We don't, talk, we, don't, we don't have to talk about this shit anymore. Um, uh, uh, that, no, that's what you're really trying to say, David, is let's not talk about this shit anymore. That's yes. Please, what's not? Uh, Azio Jackson uh, was officially acquired by the team. He uh, was trialing with the Loons in the preseason. He is a former uh, New York Rebels Academy player. We traded our next year's third round pick uh, for his homegrown right. So he's a homegrown uh, Rebels player, which is basically roster Gross. stuff. Who cares? No, it's it's no, Jess, it's, it's fucking great because. Minnesota United has never picked third in the draft and the super draft ever. And mm-hmm. they're just trying to keep this thing going where they never pick third. They never have their third round pick in the they draft. They also never had their fourth round pick, if I remember correctly. No, they have. They yeah? have. They okay. they picked they picked players in the in the fourth round. They've never picked a player in the third round, which it, it's well, we so keep it's, that tradition alive then. And there is no more fourth round anymore. So yeah, so it's fucking great. It's it's yeah. absolutely fantastic. So uh he he was he, he touted up pretty pretty well by adrian heath uh during the um but i thought y'all were heath haters so what do you care if heath says he's good i don't know i no we are we very much are heath out i'm not to our core i think he's delightful you're gonna we're gonna get you there don't worry and then finally (laughs) finally ethan finley had a kid uh his baby was born yesterday and so Jess, uh, tell us how much you love Ethan Finley and why uh, he should leave his wife for you. Um, no, no, I'm not. I'm not a homewrecker. Uh, I mean, I don't try to be. Or, or, or maybe, maybe like, Jolene. I can't help myself sometimes. Maybe um, get in, maybe get into a thruple situation. Right, I would totally be down. Um, I'm not a monogamist, but I don't uh, wreck homes that are into monogamy. Um, but I will say this, that it was super cute and hot when Ethan, like, sent whatever to that little kid that had pink shoes and he was being bullied for having pink shoes. And he sent him, like, encouragement. And that was super adorable and hot. And then he had a kid and that was super not. So do, do you know that having kids is not not attractive? Not hot. Not hot. Right. I mean, it's um, not. Kids are adorable. I would gonna, love to play with that little newborn nugget, but I am not interested in dads. Oh, so being a dad makes him less hot. A single dad could be hot. Right. <laughs> but like a monogamous, <laughs> happily married parent is not sexy. Thank you. I agree. All right. And, it, and they shouldn't be, right? Because, like, I'm not a homewrecker. To be fair, yeah. To be fair. But ever since, so my, my first love was Miguel Ibarra. Aww. Forever and always. I was there at the uh, Friendly with Leon when we, in our NSAL days. NS, NSL. NSAL. I got it right. Yeah. And when he when he was going to Lyon, he played the first half with us, and then he played the second half with them at Blaine, and it was so heartwarming. And that's when I bought his jersey, and I loved him forever, because 
you know, he maybe wasn't the best player we had, but he was fucking consistent, goddammit. And and I love Miguel forever and always. And then he went to God forsaken Seattle. And it was <laughs> a knife in the heart. You know, I know he's not with them anymore, but he was super psyched about their kit and everything. And they had pink or yellow or some neon shoes and he posted it on his twits and it hurt me. So I had to, so, you know, Ethan, I'm sorry. Yes, you're our second best, but now you might, you know, I might need to cast my net elsewhere with this whole dad thing. I didn't know about that. So, <laughs> so well. FYI, Dotson, St. Clair, Grey Goose. I don't know how many of y'all are single, but hey, we could make a podcast of me going on on dates with Minnesota United players. I mean, I think Chase is single. <laughs> I would, I would love to go out with Chase and give him fucking bullshit a hard time. I, I think, I think Romaine has uh, has a wife as well. So unfortunately, oh, it's not gonna. He's a beautiful man. Work out. I believe uh, Alisa from formerly of the Minnesota Football Show also has experience dating. <gasps> she does. Her. Yes. She also. She, you know. You know. She lives like three houses down from me, right? So she, uh, Alisa could could give you some pointers. Yeah. Double date podcast style <laughs> special episode. Hello. All right, let's let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about Minneapolis City and then uh, break down this uh, match against the Crapids. So we'll be right back. You want me to be that type of dude and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. Cause my body too bootylicious for you, babe. All right, and we're back with uh, today's no podcast uh, with our our maybe one time co-host Jess. <laughs> uh, no, it's to the, to the listeners, right? Like if they hate hate my presence, I don't have to come back. I fulfilled my life goal right here. Yeah. Let's uh let's jump into another proper soccer team, Minneapolis City, uh, who are starting their season this week. Actually, uh, MJ, can you tell us? Did you go? You what? Did you go to the match on uh, on Saturday? I, did. I, I I double dipped uh, last Saturday. I went to Parade Stadium near the Walker Art Sculpture Garden and saw the friendly between Minneapolis City Crows and the uh, Corinne FA. Uh, Tory was actually coaching because uh Scoten couldn't be there so awesome for uh Tori to step in at the co- coaching spot for the crows and that's and sorry, sorry like that uh a a women a woman coaching a men's professional or like well, guess amateur amateur side but like that's that's a pretty big deal that is a big deal yeah so and if you if you know her resume from University of Minnesota and beyond, like she has all the merits to to coach. Yeah. Like she's solid. So um it's great that they have such a great 
I don't know how to say this, uh, choir. Uh, they, they have multiple coaches on that team that can step in whenever uh, Matt Batman Scoton just uh, is busy cheering on Arsenal or whatever he does on Saturdays. Like um, an asshole. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, it, yeah, what an asshole. Um, no, so uh, the Crows won the friendly five to one. It was a fairly dominant uh, fairly dominant performance by them. The Korean FA did have some really, really good chances. And I didn't learn the names of all their players because they didn't hand me a program. But they were playing. Don't they know you have a podcast? A number 10. They, they were playing number a number 10 jersey at right back, and he was fucking good. So, cool. like, uh, the, the, yeah, the Korean player. And they did score a goal uh, early in the second half. Uh, so that was great. Um, I got to meet a, a lot of new people, uh, both from uh, like the Crows fan side and from the Korean FA uh, side. So I, I could not believe how many people there were there. There were all along the one side that we could be on. There were chairs, uh, lawn chairs, or people blankets set out and people watching, and about two rows deep. So that's awesome. Deep, deep up and up along the sideline. That's yeah. a lot of people cheering on either Korean or. So, so the the Korean FA is actually um, based here in the Twin Cities, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm mistaken. Yes. Um, so it's a uh, refugee refugee community based community of yeah so, of so, and soccer players, and there's a lot of uh, Karen people that are based here in in the Twin Cities. So which is what, yeah, Karen K A R E N, which is why it's like there's uh, soccer. Football Association is based here in the Twin Cities, which um, I, we've had. We've not had any people from the, from Karen on this podcast, but they've been on a few other podcasts, uh, Minnesota United podcasts. So they are often overshadowed in Myanmar by the Rohingya Muslims mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. get all the headlines for the crap. But the truth is, is there are a lot of minority and oppressed people in Myanmar mm-hmm. and the Rohingyas are one, and the, the Korean are another, and there are like four or five others. So, yep. like uh, that government is just a, sh- a shitty government, and um, I know none of them listen to this podcast, unfortunately. But, but no, it was cool to see players also from the Minneapolis Futures. They're not Minneapolis too, but they're they're young kids. Four of their futures got on the field. Two from Minneapolis city side and two from the Korean FA side. So that's they awesome. Have, they have two younger Korean FA players that they have pulled into their futures program, which is also really, really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So, and, and, and all four of those young kids got on the pitch. So it was cool to see them as well. Aww. That is awesome. They're, more importantly, their season opener for the NPSL North is coming up this Saturday. <laughs> May 8th, 7 p.m. in South Dakota, Yankton Trail Park Field 11, and it is free. So whoever wants to road trip this Saturday to Sioux Falls, let's get on that train and go cheer on the Crows. You want you want to drive to South Dakota, MJ? I might. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, the, if you don't want to drive home to uh, 
South Dakota on Saturday, May 8th, also at 7 p.m. Uh, the Minneapolis City 2 plays inter-Minneapolis uh, at uh, Adorn Nelson Field. Oh, okay, cool. If you don't want to do that, you, you, if you are a patron, you want to come get some beer, you can go to uh, Black Heart of St. Paul. You can probably take a train there or a bus and uh, insert and not have to drive. plug here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, their home opener is the 15th, right? I believe so. I'm, I'm going to fail on that calendar, Mark. Oh, I think it is because I'm uh, I have tickets to both Minnesota and Minneapolis City. And I think I probably will go to Minnesota. Unfortunately, again, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, all right. Anything else with Minneapolis City or oh, there. So, if you are a member of Minneapolis City, there are board elections that are happening right now. So, make sure you vote for Becky Rothmeyer. Uh, and then I don't care who the who who the hell you vote for. Colin O'Donnell, who we're friends with generally, is also running for generally. Minneapolis City he board. Cool but not specifically, dude. just he's generally. Cool he's a good, and a good soccer guy. He's, just he's a good guy. He was on a different podcast. Yeah, I know. He's, he's, a good, he's a good guy. Would be probably really good on that board. Um, I only care about Becky Rothmeyer getting elected to that board again. So, vote for Becky, please. Um, go, Becky. Go, yeah. Becky. Go. Yeah. So, if you're a Minneapolis City board member, um, uh, you should uh, have an email in your uh, email thingamajig. <laughs> thingamajig. Uh, all right. So let's talk about. So what's before we we'll end the podcast with, uh, or we'll start to end the podcast. We're talking about the Crapids. So we play the Colorado Rapids this coming week uh, at 9 p.m. Central Time. So 8 p.m. out there in Denver. Uh, we are favorites. Weirdly enough, we are favorites in this match. What? We were yeah. favorites against Austin too. Yeah. Who was the only uh, one picked that Austin would win? Yeah, uh, you were MJ. I, yeah. And I uh, wanted to be wrong, but fuck, I had to be fucking right. So minus one ten. So that means you'd have to bet one hundred and ten dollars to win one hundred bucks. Uh, Colorado's plus two forty. A draw is plus two ninety. I'll throw some people out, but I'll I'll. I'll throw it to you guys first is there anything is there any specific people you want to highlight uh about colorado that you want to talk about sounds like no. a pop quiz uh, so uh, not, not now maybe in two minutes okay let's start, <laughs> so, so let's so let's start with uh so colorado uh is a weird bugaboo team for minnesota we don't play well in in denver yeah we don't we we never have i've i've gone to Denver most most seasons actually me and that's like one of the trips that me and my wife actually like to take because we have friends out in Colorado so we can like yeah 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 you're just there for the bud you can spend well well yeah I can get high as fuck but also I can spend like five days out there um with friends and shit but uh we we've never played well there we that was where we got our first points ever in MLS history by the way I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like I was there uh but we also tend to not play well against Colorado. Um, speaking of Colorado, up on my nightstand, I have the picture of the red card from 2018 that is on the bottle of the red card rye, patreon.com slash Dave's. I know to help support the Dave's that you know. 
insert promotion here um, that that we got when Colorado was playing Minnesota United in 2018. So uh, Robin Frazier, though, has seemed to turn the team around a little bit. They made the playoffs last year. Obviously, they lost to us in the first Duh. round playoffs, and they got they got fucking smoked. But this is but good for them. Yeah, it, this is not a terrible team. MJ. I've always gone into a Colorado game feeling like we got this, yo. And then lo and behold, I've often been surprised. You're severely no, mistaken. We got this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, Colorado, whatever. But no, no. I'm especially given our record so far this season, I'm considerably concerned. And, you know, I think everyone who goes to Colorado, right, the altitude, including yes. myself, I've been there once in my life. Um, I got altitude sick and I wasn't even playing soccer. So I'm just saying everybody kind of takes a shit in the second half when they play at Colorado. And I don't suspect us to be any different. Everybody should stop being amateurs. Well, they are professionals, <laughs> supposedly. Pre, MJ, pre-COVID, what, I always said, why do they not arrive here like a week before, adjust to the altitude, train in the altitude, and then when the game time comes, you're not fucking dogging it because that's just preparing for your environment well. However, we are in a pandemic where I believe MLS is enforcing same-day travel. So they have no choice but to only fly to Denver the same day. And I, I, think they're, I think they're allowing you to, if you're going a time zone over, they're allowing you to go the day before if you want to. But, okay. and then, but, then, but, then, time. but quarantining in your hotel. So but, yes, yeah, re- you're right. Not really able to tr- get outdoors, train in the altitude right. properly. Right. And, anyway, and, and when you're playing in a, 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 at that difference of an altitude, it's it's tough. All right. So who who uh, scares you from uh, Colorado? Uh, they have that uh, homegrown Sam Vines guy. He, he, plays right back you mean that failed uh u.s olympic uh men's national team player sam vines yeah i mean just like that failed olympic player david ochoa um failed olympic player hasani dotson you know those guys but the thing about it is david ochoa and the two other olympic u23 guys they beat us yeah and sam vines could, could beat us i mean not all on his own um they have those two forwards that you like, David, uh, Andre Shinyashiki, the Brazilian, and the Chilean Diego Rubio. Brazilian and Japanese, buddy. And him. Diego Rubio looks like a white guy to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, sh- yeah Shinyashiki is uh, Brazilian and Japanese. Um, I would never have guessed he was Japanese with a name like Shinyashiki. Yeah, right. I know. My um, step is half Japanese, half Danish. <laughs> I'm I'm three quarters Swedish, one eighth German, one eighth Irish, and full blooded Korean. So <laughs> and full blooded Korean. Interesting. You're like an overachiever. 
Yeah, or adopted one of the two. I'm yeah. the whitest kid you know. I am uh, Norwegian, um, German, French, English, Scotch Irish, and um, fun fact: my mother's name, maiden name, was Putnam, as in Anne Putnam, as in the afflicted girls from the Salem witch trials. There you go, fucking rock and roll. I have sorcery in your in your blood. (laughs) What? You have sorcery in your blood, yes. Uh she's magic. Yeah. Whoa, oh, oh. David, you want right. to talk about your heritage at all? Yeah, what's up? We're we're not gonna quote ELO lyrics right now because uh why not? I'm I, I would just th- this will just become an ELO podcast as opposed to the well, abortion, it's already an abortion the podcast. abortion podcast that it really was. Um I'll 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 th- throw two people. Uh Diego Rubio, um yep. MJ, as you as you mentioned, is fucking Chilean. Very fucking Chilean, very dangerous. And then <laughs> Kellen Acosta, uh, who plays more centrally for Colorado than he does for the Minnesota, sorry, not the Minnesota, the uh, uh, U S men's national team. Um, he plays more in a true sort of center mid role here with Colorado. And, and I also like just shout out Robin Frazier who took this team. Colorado was fucking hot garbage for a long time. They what they made the, um uh MLS Cup final in I think it was 2016. And then they were fucking garbage and they were just hot garbage, not scoring any goals, not conceding a lot of goals, but like just not scoring any goals too. Yeah. Uh and then Robin Frazier stepped in uh, the year before last year and actually turned the team around, almost got them into the playoffs in 2019, got them into the playoffs in 2020, obviously. They got, you know, uh, curb stomped by Minnesota United. But, but this is a, I think this is a, a a good team that has really good pieces that is not using them correctly, which is a very apt metaphor for Minnesota United, which has a lot of good pieces that are not being played properly. Like right. Ethan. That's, that's. You know, in the business, we call that a segue, guys. So how <laughs> how does Minnesota United uh, play Colorado? Uh, MJ, you know, Jess, you want to start? Vicious. Vicious. That's all I got. All right. Vicious. MJ. Uh, mine's not much different than that. Dan said last week that we want to see the team get their feet underneath them and just play solid. And for the, I won't say the most part, but for large portions of that game against Austin, they did look solid. They looked like they were trying to create chances in different ways and ask questions of Austin's defense, you know, crossing way too much in the air, but some dribble in, some passing on the pitch into the center, some give and goes. They were attacking in different ways. They're just, their defense for the, when shit happens, needs to be better maybe they need to get all state insurance so that when mayhem happens they have something to fall back on because they just never seem to be prepared for when mayhem happens and it's mls mayhem's gonna fucking happen that's true 
I also think. By the way, if Allstate wants to sponsor us, just let us know. You can I mean, contact the Dave's I know underwriting at the yeah Dave the Dave's I know mn at gmail.com if you want to sponsor this podcast. Uh, the uh, Dave at. Um. No, literally, just the Dave's I know the. No, T-H-E, no, Dave's I know mn. I be Dave at. Yeah. Um. I I I think this team needs to absolutely attack uh Carrow's left. Sam Vines is pretty good, but he's not a really good defender. Austin Trusty is not a good defender. Right. And and that that means that means having uh some proper people on the right-hand side which is I a tall order for Minnesota United right now. And I don't know how they, how they do it. Like they think the right-hand side is, is the way to go with uh, attacking this team. Um, if, but if Metinair and Will Trap or Metinair and Gregus and Lude can kind of recapture some of the chemistry they had with Reynosa last year, this shouldn't be a problem, but it looks should not like, be. Yeah. it looks like, I mean, like, it's not just the new pieces like the Will Traps or the Justin McMath. Justin McMath looks great, by the way. Um, yeah. It's not the new pieces that are having problems. It's the pieces that were playing well last year. Right. All right. So who's going to win? Uh, MJ, let's start with you. Colorado wins by one. Jess, who you got? Well, all I'm going off of is that Austin beat Colorado three to one. Austin beat us one to none. So I'm gonna say we draw. All right, I'm fucking saying on the on the goddamn bandwagon, guys. I'm going us uh, three, Colorado one. Oh, thank God! I hope so. I hope Let's... you're right, and I hate when you're right, but you know, yeah. Let's let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. Uh, so our our fun segment, how did Dan and Zeller do this weekend? Uh, AKA, are we divorced yet? Um, yeah, baby. I'm in the green once again. I made theoretically $467.34 this week. So I'm up to uh, I've a grand total of, of gambling. Po- I love gambling. Po- yes, positively. So um so Jess, so Dan and I have a segment or a thing where we just like we randomly bet on every single MLS game, a hundred dollars. But not for real. A hundred theoretical dollars. It's like a paper account. Right. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So I'm up uh thirteen hundred eighty-seven and thirty-four dollars on the year. I've n- I've I've been positive all three weeks. Um Dan's negative dan is not good at uh picking uh teams and he i asked i t- tweeted or i uh, messaged him i was like hey can you send me what you're uh how much you're down right now and he's like i don't want to so so he's clearly down yeah he's clearly down a lot so yeah so if you want i mean honestly man if you want to like like follow me at texas Zeller on Whoa, twitter and just man. just pick just whatever bet my bets mm-hmm I'm not gonna lie, I do I, I do pick a a fair amount of draws, which is like not the thing that you 
probably want to bet on. You don't really want to bet on a draw. This is soccer and draws a thing. So it's a valid response. Honestly, that's a lot of where the most, like most of the values is it draws. So just going to say. Because nobody wants to bet a draw. So you're the over under is better for you. It is very much so. That's why betting shouldn't be emotional. (laughs) It should be mathematical. Well, that's it should be, but it's but you're not going to win emotionally. I think a lot. I think I think uh, Vegas has figured out that it's uh, a lot of people bet emotionally, so well, they've adjusted lines uh, accordingly. Think- accordingly, oh yeah, not not maybe an MLS a podcast in Vegas. If I get invited back ever again, just singing. I'd go to Vegas in a goddamn heartbeat. So Jessica. All right. <laughs> Vegas podcast <laughs> extravaganza. Uh, all right, so we have some uh, other world stuff. Uh, LA United lost three nothing to Philly at home. Um, got the shit kicked out of them by the Philadelphia awesome. Union. Yeah, it's it's really great because kind of nice, like they, a nice change of pace. Well, they they invited they invented soccer, so you know they, LA did. No, yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta United. Yeah. Oh, Atlanta. Yeah. I'll never love Atlanta. <laughs> Not even a little. I was at that game, the home opener against Atlanta, and therefore I will never, ever have a space in my heart for Atlanta. Bye. So I went down for the U.S. Open Cup final in 2019. The the fans are fucking amazing. The fans are fucking brilliant. Oh, you have to say that. And their team sucks, and their stadium sucks balls, and everybody who loves their Atlanta, owner sucks. Their owner sucks, and everything well, else. I've been to Atlanta, <laughs> and it's not yeah. not my favorite. Yeah, fair enough. You have to say that because you've been there, and you have to play nice with the other fucking the. But I yeah. don't have to play nice with anybody. Come at me, bro. No, you don't. Oh. That said, Hotlanta, I got nothing for you. All right. Uh, the return leg is uh, tomorrow against Philly. Uh, Toronto C lost to Cruz Azul, 3-1 to one at home. Uh, in Liga Emekis, uh, Cruz, Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul. Uh, Columbus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Columbus 2, Monterey 2 in Columbus. That game goes back to Mexico, to Monterey. And then uh, Portland and Club America drew 1-1. That game goes back to uh, Mexico, to uh, Mexico Mexico? City, actually. I have no idea what you're talking about. de de Mexico. Yeah. Uh, Jess, are you not aware of CCL Fever? CONCACAF Champions League? No, sir. Oh. We will fill you in. We'll fill you in very, very soon. CCL fever is is a thing, and uh, it's going to keep going on uh, all summer. Um, All right. Europa League, very quickly. Man U, six. Roma, two. uh, Villarreal, two. Arsenal, one. I'm sorry Dan's on the podcast to defend his uh, tepid Arsenal uh, performance. Champions League, I don't care. Uh, MJ, what's, in my heart. Let's let's talk. Uh, you uh, wait, wait, you don't want to talk up your wife's team, your wife that is about to deliver your your second child. You know how many yeah. you know how many minutes of Man City my wife has watched this year? How many? She's been pregnant. What do you what do you expect? Hey, 
She's no. been pregnant. That means she got a lot of screen time, bitch. She has watched 180 minutes. You know how, how like how many minutes of that were against team other than Liverpool? Uh, by math, I would say zero. Zero. She yeah. only she only cares about that fucking team when they're playing Liverpool. She well, could give two shits. So she's well, really I, wonder, I wonder why she only cares about when they not play a Manchester lover. Oh, also, how 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 did Liverpool do against City this year? I don't know. I I didn't watch those games. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, MJ, tell us tell us about uh, uh, the Women's Champion League. So, as I thought, uh, Barcelona beat Paris uh, Saint uh, Germain two to one. Say and- that again. How should I say it? Paris no, 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 say it again. Paris Saint Germain. Paris Saint Germain. Paris Saint Germain. Okay, got it. Yeah, okay. Noted. But Barcelona. Barcelona wins. Two uh, one at home in the second leg. The first leg was a one one draw, so they go in to the finals three to one aggregate. Bayern Munich was ahead two one at the Munich leg. Or München, and I thought they were going to hold on in London, but Chelsea had other plans. Chelsea wins. Chelsea wins. At their one leg point in my life, I followed four Chelsea. to one. They come back, win four to one their leg, and and on aggregate go through five to three. So, and Hötebora, Sweden, otherwise known as Gothenburg, Hötebora, at Chelsea will play Barcelona. On Sunday, the 16th of May, for the UEFA Women's uh, Champions League. And for once, Olympic Lyonnais will not win. Uh, Olympic Lyonnais, they've been, they've, how many times have they won the I Champions think the last League? seven in a row. And if I you think go so, back yeah. further, the last, whatever out of the last 13, like it's really impressive. Yeah. Um, They're one of the best women's soccer teams in the world. So. Oh, this is women. Yeah. Yeah, I like to watch. Ashamed, ashamedly, I do not watch or keep up with women, and I should as a feminist, but I don't. Conflicted. <laughs> well, now that you're on this pod, yes, you will learn more about women's. Football. Will you guys subsidize we- my cable subscription to like soccer world? Um, uh, let's chat, chat chat offline. I have a Paramount Plus subscription. I'm happy to share. That's got a lot of women's soccer on it, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, uh, I can give you some websites where you can watch for free and stuff. Yeah. Nice score. Uh, all right. Let's let's move on to some questions. I I did not throw them in the in the document, so I'm just gonna. Like, I know everyone wants. My I want to take Christian. All right. Uh, at Bryant and me uh, asked, since you just played Austin and both teams seem to have a lot of crew alum, do outsiders see Columbus and Austin as rivals? Do fans around the league care? Also take care of Will. So, English major, bitch. I don't yeah. understand that word. Which one? Columbus crew alumni. Columbus crew alum. Crew alum. Yes. C R E W. Crew alum. Yes. Okay. You just um, need to enunciate a little better. Sorry. I, yeah. I need to. I, <laughs> I should definitely do that better. So, uh, do just uh, do, do people care about the crew Austin rivalry outside of uh, Columbus? 
No. And then, yeah, no, I was gonna. That was my answer too, probably. And then, um, well, anti-precourts horseshit, but besides that, no, we yeah. don't. Right. No, I didn't even know there was such a thing, and I don't care. Bye. <laughs> That's a uh, fair point. All right, and then uh, Hop Clouds uh, Christian asks us, "How many fingers do you see, David, when I hold up my hand?" That is a, yeah, that's clearly a question about me getting blasted in the face. Uh, Hang on. Long, How many do you long. see, bitch? I see seven. Seven seems like a right answer, right? Um, so this is for, this is, M, this is MJ. This is for you. Yeah, yeah, Christian, I know. From Christian. Uh, he wants a full MJ rant and how to fix the defense with the players we've got. Caveat, have to assume Debassi is still out since he's not training yet. So how do we fix the defense, MJ? Okay, well, unfortunately, the horse placenta cure technique does not work on concussions. So we cannot we cannot fly Aikotara to some foreign country to get horse placenta to transplant into somehow curing his injury because it's not ligament tendon related. It's, it's concussion. So without magically curing Aikopara and assuming Debasi's out, I honestly think we keep the same back four that we had this game and we keep the same midfield pairing, center midfield pairing of starting Ozzy Alonso and starting Will Trap. And I think we started those guys and we just let those four get more chemistry because they did because look they better. Have. They did look better. Those six did look better this time, especially with Ozzy on the pitch. Um, yes, Metinair fucked up. Yes, Boxall stepped up instead of falling back. And then he was slow at getting back and covering for Metinair and all that stuff. Um, and Gasper did Gasper things. But I don't know how throwing DJ Taylor and Kevin Gucci on the back line just to send a message changes anything for Colorado. So we roll with the same back four. So your fix is to run it back. My fix is, is to let the six that played last game get more experience together with Ozzy starting. All right. Very good. And that will solve everything. That will solve Ozzy's all of the Lewis team. problems. Mm, I doubt it. <laughs> Uh, just do you do you? I mean, it, that question was directed to MJ. But if you have uh, thoughts or anything, feel free to. I have no thoughts. Okay. I'm just a doubter. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, our friend uh, Eric, uh, big game grade A twenty seven, asked a question. I think this is probably directed to me. Uh, I have a question about the play Hi. of the game. What were the main factors that resulted in the face pe- pelting? <laughs> general inebriation, uh, distraction by flag waving, sun in the eyes, old dad reflection times, other, uh, if you can just walk us through the sequence that led to your internet fame. Uh, Eric, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I was not supposed to be in those seats. Uh, people next to me asked, cause they, like, they were friends with people that were like next to where I was sitting you know, standing. It was and kismet. So, so there were, yeah, it was, it was kismet. Somebody else was uh, supposed to get nailed in the face. Somebody else was supposed to get nailed in the face. And who was that? I don't know. I 
You I, should punch them in the face. I don't know, but um, With your yeah. Flag. What's your flag? But so it was. I was not inebriated, and I will also point out that I, I, I was. I will point out that I am <laughs> inebriated. I will, I will. I will point out also that I um after that like as soon as that ball hit me in the face, I stopped drinking right away because I was like, Good all right, I'm protocol. Yeah, I'm probably concussed. Um, or you maybe should, maybe concussed. Like a pen light and like <laughs> done the responsiveness dilation people thing yeah but uh but but weirdly enough two people literally came down and uh, like tapped me on the shoulder like and gave me beers i was like this is the last thing i should be doing popular so so i so i definitely pocketed those beers i was like well if the the stadium security stops me as i'm walking out of the stadium with these two beers i'll give them to them but i'm definitely i should not be drinking more beers after but you did being With, concussed so you you took yourself through concussion protocols as i tried to alcohol. yeah i'm a yeah. concussion sub that's basically I, why i'm on the podcast tonight concussion sub. right right so um anyways Which is a thing now that's a thing now we talked about yeah. that on the podcast yeah it was a big thing except dan isn't concussed yeah I, I was and I'm 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 still here. So so, so <laughs> back it up but, but before the Reno Reynoso kick, what I want to hear, David, is that Reynoso got the ball and you were so ready to jump for joy and wave the flag as the ball was going to the net, and you just assumed it was going in the net. And then by the time it passed the crossbar and was headed to your face, it was just it was going so fast. The yeah, Reno- the Renoso rocket, if you will, the Renoso rocket. I had you couldn't react, dude. I had no idea. Yeah, no, I, I literally was like, yeah, clearly you were not prepared. I, I I've seen some of the the people who who tweeted it and like like what the fuck were you looking at? I was like the goal where he was supposed to shoot the fucking ball into, yes. um, not yeah. like of I course. Like as as fun as it was seeing you get railed, I would have preferred. You're not the first woman who said that. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's, what's... Mondays are going to be fun days now. Uh, if I'm invited back, vote for Jess. Vote for Jess. All right. Uh, let's let's keep moving on with questions. Uh, have you gone through concussion protocol prior to recording the podcast? I, I have. I, I have. I've definitely gone through concussion protocol. Um, and then uh, our, our good friend, Andy Schletz. Uh, Who is Andy at, Schletz? At the Cribs on Twitter. He's a he's a good dude. Uh, well, it's obvious that a ball to the noggin has increased Dave's exposure and in leader in listenership. Would you consider <laughs> taking another one for the team? Maybe let Patreon members fire a few at you. Yeah. Um, oh Andy, my God. That's, that's our next promotion. Yeah. Take one at Dave's face. Yeah. That's a, that doesn't sound like a terrible idea to raise some money. Um, people out there could really hit you in the face. I think there's a few people who would love to blast me in the face with. I mean, they love to, sure, but with, that doesn't mean they ball. can do it. I think. What we need to do is bring a miniature soccer goal to Blackheart and set it up in the parking lot or in the field on the other side where the graffiti is. And then 
just have people pay five dollars of of uh, dollar bucks, otherwise known as Patreon donations, five dollars to kick a ball at, at Zeller's at Zeller's face. I'm, they, I'm gonna. That's gonna be. That's gonna be a whole other level on Patreon. If you, I'll I'll create it. Like definitely I'll, be a reward. I will. I will create no. a kick a kick a, a, a fucking soccer ball at Zeller's face Patreon level. It's gonna be like. Fifty dollars a month, and you're gonna need to be there. Oh, no, don't don't discount yourself. A hundred, hundred dollars a month. You're gonna need to be there for at least uh, three months, and the only person is probably gonna be my wife, who can probably do that for free. So I would love to see that, though. <laughs> I I might pay just to watch Anna kick a ball. If, you know, like, especially after she has tickets to that too. Right. For, right. The, for the pod, of course. Of course, of course, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we'll definitely record it. If I'm doing any of this shit, we're, it's going to definitely get recorded. All right. All right, let's, let's, let's end the podcast. It's been a while. Uh, thanks, everybody, for, so for listening. Been, you know, uh, a rate, long time, and we've been talking, so wrap it up. Yeah, rate review. Tell us uh, tell us how you li- much you like Jess uh, on, the, uh, on the Twitters, at T-D-I-K-M-N. Seriously, do you want me back? Do not want me back because you know? it's okay if you don't want me back. But I feel like I bring another level. Yeah, this is this is the uh, the least. It's white American guy, The least white Vote. guy podcast we've ever recorded. So Vote now. Great. Um, at uh, or say davesino.com, uh, patreon.com slash Dave. I'm not a Dave, and that's a good thing. That's right. It's very, it's very much a good thing. Uh, Jess, can you tell people where they should find you? You have like 28 followers. So I where do, do they find I have you? 28 followers on the Twits. What's your Twitter? Uh, you can find me on the Twits at. Let me look it up. As she's finding her Toronto. Jessica 3992. And I if I have a dedicated following, perhaps I'll twit a little more. Yeah. So that's definitely not a made up uh Twitter handle. Uh so definitely no, follow, follow follow her there. Uh, I know when you see a first name followed by eight digits, you think Russian bot. I can verify that. I'm not. I'm yes, not. I'm not a bot. sex bot. I'm yeah, not def- a sex bot. It's at Jessica one four four zero eight three nine two. Yeah, definitely not made. Follow up. me, and I will love you forever. <laughs> uh, MJ is at MJ Matsui. I'm at Texas Seller. Dan's at D Wade, as he always in is. The face, AKA. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, we've been the Daves. You know, this is the Daves. I know. Land here become fecund Yeah uh, we, we do yeah. our thing son Through the act we attract two Hope to reach one uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing Do it do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. Son, 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 son. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all. Nah, yo, I can't do nothing at all. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all. GT. He don't do nothing at all. G-O. My 
God King.